Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Matt Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? Hey, it's Ariel Anderson, and I am sitting here in my beautiful office, which I claimed so insistently and strongly for the first time in my life in such a powerful way. What a lesson that was. And so this week I want to talk about claiming your space as a person, as a parent, and as a creator. And it's, it's a very powerful journey. And I want to thank you for being here, for being a part of this imperfect parenting community on your journey to being a parent for the first time or again, or you've been parenting for a long time and you just tap in once in a while to see what we are talking about and what new directions you can explore. Having you here, wherever you are in the world, it means the world to me. I, I literally have my hand on my heart. You are dear to me. And I know I don't know you, and you might be thinking, what a ridiculous thing to say. But the truth is that you are dear to me because you're showing up, not for me, you're showing up for you. You're showing up to be a part of a conversation, to be a part of a community that means something. Being a parent, being a person on this planet, being somebody who wants to enjoy where they are, whether it's in the job that you're in, that you wanna find joy in each day, or you are recreating something. Now, most people I'm talking to might be entrepreneurs or somebody who's trying to grow something or regrow something or restart something, but maybe you're, you're on a path. You're on a path inside your own career, but you're a parent. And the madness of being creative, being creative as a, a person, every single one of us is creative in one way or another. And one of the things that's really challenging about that inside of parenting, actually inside of partnership and inside of parenting, is that claiming your space. Claiming your space inside of the reality that may be yours. Now, what I've noticed is no matter who I'm talking to, you know, I've mentioned this before, people who seem to have massive privilege and they have support or people who are really struggling, they're, everyone feels they're struggling. Everyone is struggling. I am not at all um, talking down to somebody who thinks that they're struggling and they're not like, you don't know struggle. Sure, that's true. It is different when you are struggling paycheck to paycheck or no paycheck to no paycheck and trying to figure out how you're gonna pay your mortgage or keep your kids in shoes or whatever, you know, the basic of needs. And uh, yesterday we, we uh, popped uh, we, we saw a book, Ella and I, uh, we have a very a favorite story time lady on YouTube and she's very dynamic and she's aware and she puts things out there and it was something about my daddy lost his job. Now, of course, it could be mommy, it could be somebody who identifies differently. That's not the point. The point is about what that process is emotionally and looking at the stuff we think we need in a different way, what you need versus you want and how a kid can go through that with you uh, and 
why am I bringing this up? What does that have to do with creating your own space? Well, part of it is you create a bubble and around whatever your experience is in the moment and you have to be creative. These days, so many people either are overwhelmed because they have the same situation that they had before, you know, the madness of the world, or they have a completely different situation. Either way, uh, there are, nothing is the same. Nobody's experiencing life exactly the same because things aren't the same, right? That's a lot of sames in one minute, but I just, it just feels strongly to say it like that. Uh, the point is that you are having to look at each day so differently. How are you going to actually uh, feed your children, be available for what you need to complete as well as what they need to complete? And we've talked about this over and over again, but, but creating space is really important and claiming your space is really important. So it's so easy for me to say, create space for what it is that you need to do. And you're thinking, lady, get a grip. I have no time during the day for myself. I have not, I have not, uh, there's not even the capacity inside of my brain to do this right now. I'm so overwhelmed or tired or literally don't have a moment in the day to, to breathe and expand into my own space. And I get that. And I'm so thankful. What I'm so thankful for from the last it was almost a year and a half of repatriating and having our whole life inside of boxes, majority of, and living out of suitcases at my mother's at over 50. <laughs> and mind you, still having things going, but it was just there was no place to live because of uh, COVID and people downsizing and upsizing and people moving from the city. There was literally not a place that made sense for us that felt like our place. And we didn't want to just jump into something that felt crappy, right? And at the same time, money was unsure. So it's like, where should we be? And where is our home going to be? What's our place? Where is our place? And then there's so many things. In fact, I just mentioned that because in that time, being in this deep therapy daily with my mother, who has a very different, uh, very big heart and very generous and I'm very thankful and we're just very uh, we're different in many ways and similar in other in others and and just the clashing of that uh, you know there's some people who are meant to not live in the same space that is definitely us and not because I don't love her it's just we need our personal space uh, as two queens in the same house so to speak and it was very intense I think for everybody for us to invade her space and for her to be uh, a constant in every moment in the day during COVID, especially of course. And I mentioned this because we all have different versions of that. You know, there were moments where I literally just had to let the steam blow out of my ears and explode, which, you know, is not something that I see as the normal me because I just, ah, you know, and that's not always a possibility when you're with everybody and they're around you all the time. You don't want to do that. Uh, maybe you're seeing that in yourself, but it's this, you know, not having space, not feeling I'm allowed to uh, claim that space for that which you need to do, whether it's completing your work at the end of the day or uh, reading a book or that is a dream for most parents, <laughs> depending on the age of your kids, but, and, you know, or creating something. So I want to just tell you uh, a little piece, and I don't know if that I've shared with you everything with you before, but I want to just mention this because it came up in a call today. I was in a coaching call where I was receiving coaching and I had such an aha because I thought to myself, well, that was my little sticky note from uh, an interview I was going to have today, but they didn't show up. Uh, I will tell you more about that later. 
<laughs> but it, this woman was talking about exactly that. Basically, it was my story, and I just thought, oh my gosh, there it is. She was talking about how she had been saying that she needed space to create, literally physically, because she creates things, and uh, physical things. And she said, you know what? I'm going to take the den, and I'm going to transform it into my, into my space, my creative space, my art space. And her husband said, yeah, you know what? I've been want I'm going to put a bar in there. And I'm just thinking to myself, it's so funny. You don't mean to, but you inadvertently, accidentally, without even fully realizing or consciously meaning to, create a dynamic with your partner and often with your kids too that sets you up for that because what they hear is sort of almost a subliminal thought. And this is something I'm so familiar with. I often say to my husband, if somebody wants somebody to do something, all they need to do is hire me because my whole life I could say something and people wouldn't hear because I would be sort of, you know, maybe a little less um, outspoken about it, but I would say it loudly, but it was maybe not with the most confidence or something. And, and then someone would say it as if no one else had said it in the room. And people would say, that's a great idea. And I always just say, people should hire me just to be the subliminal thoughts lady. You know, what do you want them to think about? <laughs> you know? uh, and then later I transformed that in, in coaching, of course, to find my voice. And part of that was also about physical healing, but that's a whole nother podcast, uh, which maybe we will do soon. Um, but coming back to that claiming the space. So here's this woman and the same thing happened to me when we moved. So it's really funny. You know, it's not a massive house but it is it feels like our space and uh, downsizing again which is so interesting you know such a powerful experience but the biggest piece of that was that when we were when I was coming to look at the space I had this aha that I have to have my own space and I have to be willing to stand up for it now the story behind this is that uh, as an introvert of all the people in the house to be sharing a space it's not easy for me as a person I'm, I'm like a small cat I don't know if you've ever had a kitten they talk about how important it is for kittens to have a quiet space to eat and drink because otherwise they get so distracted at every little thing that goes by that they won't eat or drink in the way that they need to and it can be dangerous even so I am a cat <laughs> in that way a small kitten because uh, open, oh, the, the biggest torture that anybody could do and what I, I've had multiple times is being in a company where they have an open workspace. What do you call it, open plan? Ugh, that is the worst of the worst. So when I see all these places shutting down like Pinterest, paying their 49 million to you know, give up their lease and all of that and you've got uh, Salesforce, all these people in San Francisco who are just saying you know, goodbye to their offices, I think to myself, you know, there's there are probably quite a few people who are like, yay, you know, not only do I not have to commute, but I can focus better and be more efficient and effective and present in the way that I need to for my own stress levels and joy and all that. Not everybody works that way, of course, but so I think about that because you have to claim your space. So the same thing happened here where I came to the house and I was thinking, you know, it's small. I already knew that from the pictures. Uh, okay, you know, my daughter will have, of course, the room across from us and darn, I wish that there was enough space for an office. Maybe we could somehow do two offices in the garage. We'll do moths in, in the garage and, and I'll be there too. And I thought, that's another open plan. What am I crazy? So we got here and there was a magical little room under the stairs that just fit Ella's mattress 
and a bunch of her things. And we came and I said, oh, look at that magic room. And she said, that's my room. And something transformed in my brain and I thought, I have to give myself permission to take that other room, which is very much more of a bedroom, you know, uh, but she's four. And I know that there's something I'm so passionate to create for you. There's a couple of things actually. You already know about the midlife pregnancy and entrepreneurship thing. And there's some other things that are bubbling up for imperfect parenting. And I need space for that. But I knew that there was a part of me that was not going to give myself permission. So I'm thinking about you and I'm wondering if there are things like this. So, you know, I bet there are <laughs> things that you feel that you're not allowed to do. Maybe you're braver than I am. Maybe you always make sure you have a space for yourself. I have done it, but then it's, it's like a lot of things. There's that you stand up for yourself, but then you have to hold the line really long. And then sometimes it's harder to keep that. So for example, I had this gorgeous place. I loved it. It was funky and needed work, but I, I loved it. It was um, one of the previous presidential families' homes a gazillion years ago in Prague. And it was just these gorgeous sort of round uh, spaces with windows, floor to ceiling. And I specifically got one that had enough space to have a, a big office where I could have I got these beautiful chairs to sit in so it would be really comfy and you could have this beautiful conversation with, or, you know, deep conversation with somebody and feel cozy. And before I even got a chance to undo the boxes, I met my future husband and we knew within seconds that we were going to be together forever. And I let go of that room for his kids and I'm sure that they didn't think about that room in the same way that I did, but it was important to me that they feel welcome. And, and, and I wanted to, so I let go of that. And then the next place there wasn't really space. And then we tried in the next place, but again, there was always that, you know, wanting my, my bonus kids to feel welcome and trying to find the balance, but it was awkward. And so here we are. And I said, that, that room up there, that's my office. That's a sacred space where I am going to listen and talk with people and we're going to change each other's lives and something is meant to happen in this place with so much light looking out towards the trees and the blue sky from this window with wisteria down below and the bees buzzing around and the butterflies that's all part of the story and i had to claim that i had to be willing to be vulnerable and hear my husband say are you crazy why doesn't our daughter have a proper room and so it's going to be more work because i will need to uh, take a part of the garage and create a, a proper play area, which I've already started to do. And, you know, a little more energy to get that little space that's got a door and is uh, some other stuff going on, little hooks in there and make Ella her's room really her room. But the biggest piece was giving myself permission and standing up for it. And then what, and, and okay, there wasn't a lot of fight. My husband's not a big fighter anyway, but uh, he's like, hmm, you know. And then one day I was in here and I left the door open. I was working and my daughter came in and I was like, okay, well, that, we already had that agreement that when I'm not on a call, she can come in and we can work. I even put this beautiful wooden desk that she got from her lovely friend, Uni. Um, you've heard her mom on the podcast actually uh, talking about life and health and many things uh, and uh, 
And then my husband comes and he lays down. He's like, yeah, this is comfortable. And then he starts talking about all these stressful things and just sort of dumping it on, blah, you know, vomiting it out uh, because he's found the comfortable space and he's there. And I just said, no, this space is not about <laughs> life stresses and, you know, purging of things and everybody collecting together to dump that energy on me and here as far as you know, unless that's part of the story in, in the coaching, that's different. That's not dumping, that's processing and growing and expanding, that's different. I said, this space, we're not doing that. This space is for the beauty and the growth of life and this space you have to be invited into. You, ha you can't just come in with that. You can come in and support, you can come in and connect, but not just, bleh, you know, when you come in here. And that was a really big moment. And, you know, I've got my aromatherapy that uh, Katie has gave me to experiment with. And you could smell it in the room. And, you know, both, I think they were really attracted to that. Both Ellen and Mons were like, wow, it smells good in here. Which is great because the cat peed <laughs> the minute that we got into this place. Not in the house, but on the, never mind. Uh, <laughs> delightful animals. They feel stress. And I think the stress before I was even in the room was, am I allowed? Because a couple weird things happened in this room, which made me think, oh, it's not perfect now. I can't be in here. But that's the whole thing. It's about letting go of the perfection. You don't have to know everything, but you have to know when there's a moment that something is going to change everything. For us, it was jumping off that cliff, even though we weren't sure about anything <laughs> in our lives in this moment, just jumping off the cliff and jumping into this, uh, this little house and then me jumping into this room and, and claiming it. So I'm wondering, I'm telling you this story, you know, you might be thinking, you know, I don't know if you want to hear this story or not, but this is the story that came up. It's about claiming that space because when you claim that space and you say to the universe, I'm open, I am setting the ground, I'm preparing the ground for what it is that you are offering. I am prepared. I have no idea, I'm not prepared all at the same time, but I'm receptive. So I, I encourage you, what is it that you need to stand up for that you are feeling drawn to or you need for yourself to feel sane, either to create or to be a balanced, loving, happy human? What do you need today? What is something you could write down right now uh, or as soon as you get out of the car, if you're in the car or in the middle of something, write it down, write it down and be accountable to you. Just write it and find a place where you can put it, where you can come back to it. Because I really encourage you to make that stand for yourself, to take that stand for yourself and know that just opening to whatever it is, I've got my arms open now, if you could see me opening to those things, whatever they are, without having to know, that's when the goodness happens. Just being sure that you're open. You don't have to be sure of anything else. And ah, I know that this planet and you have such an opportunity, and me too, if we can just be brave enough to step into that light, as Kathy Heller is talking about, you know, being a lighthouse for one another. And, you know, Buddha saying, be a light unto yourself. Well, when we're a light, when you're a light for yourself, you're also a light for others. Because 
you're showing other people that it's possible. And if someone had asked me two months ago, if this moment were possible, this feeling that I have right now, this expansiveness, this solidness, this feeling of my feet on the ground, even though I'm cross-legged sitting in, my, in this chair right here in front of my ring light, in front of my camera, in front of my phone, where I'm recording for you, there's something there. And there's something there for you. I know that every time something happens in my life, good, bad, ugly, beautiful, I remind myself that the reason that I'm sharing with you is to share the journey, to remind you of the imperfection and the learning. And I know that the, that 16 months of pain and being poisoned by the air because of the, the fires, feeling like we had to run every night for several months because of the fires and the tension of COVID and feeling like we weren't allowed to see friends and not sure who you could ask if you wanted to meet at a distance or not. It's just so complicated and tangled. Losing friends because of different attitudes around things or because you went to a dark place and even though they'd been in a dark place before and you'd supported them, they're not used to that from you. So you lost each other which is sad, but it happens. Those moments where you, especially in the last year, where you felt like you couldn't speak the truth to yourself or to others, that's where the pain is. So moving through that pain of tangledness and into this expansive next period. Now I'm not gonna, now here it's spring, so there's literally that expanding um, period. Uh, all over the world, you've got a different story going on. So, of course, uh, you know, you may have a different season down under, of course. Yet there's something moving. Something is changing. And you are meant for so much to feel good each day about who you are as a person, as a creator, as a parent. And that's what I'm here for. And I know that there's something on the way. And I'm really excited to be in the circle with you, sitting for a few moments or more for whatever comes next. I wish you a beautifully and perfect day. Cesario Anderson. Thank you for listening to our Very Imperfect Parenting Podcast. If you'd like a little more like live coaching sessions, then jump into facebook.com backslash IPParents. You can also write me at Ariel at imperfectparenting.net or jump on that site for other resources like book reviews and other fun things. If you would just share with one person or let one person know about this podcast, that helps us a lot. As well, we have Patreon with extra privileges and have a beautifully imperfect day. Thank you so much for being out there.